Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Final Word Podcast tonight as we continue to celebrate the 28 black films that everyone must see for Black History Month. We'll be airing a new episode of this series each night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Each film we feature is a must-see as it reflects the real-life circumstances and history that many black people have experienced or can relate to. Watch these films represent a community with a rich and significant contribution to the world. These movies are in no particular order. Don't see a particular movie on the list? Email us at the final word podcast at yahoo.com. I am reading your emails. We'll be returning to our previous Sunday night format to discuss current events, politics, and hot button issues soon. So stay tuned. Thank you to all the listeners and members of both our Facebook discussion page at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the final word podcast and our almost 30,000 Twitter followers at the final word POD who kept the conversation going during our hiatus. And special thanks to all our listeners at home who join us live or download our show through both blogtalkradio.com and our platform on iTunes. I'm Angel, your host of the Final Word Podcast. Listeners on blogtalkradio.com can call in tonight and share their thoughts live at 347-826-7899. And let's see who gets the final word. Tonight's film, 1999's Introducing Dorothy Dandridge. She was as beautiful as Marilyn Monroe, as alluring as Ava Gardner, and the first black woman to be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actress. I'm Dorothy Dandridge. She was everything America wanted a movie star to be. I'm going to make her a star. Except white. The public isn't ready for a colored leading lady. She was born to be a star. Ladies and gentlemen, the delicious, the divine, the delightful, Dorothy Dandridge. I've got rhythm. But with all the glory and all the pain of getting to the top... You think this is going to become a big film star that people aren't going to treat you like you're colored? She still entered the theater through the back door. If she got in the pool, it would have to be drained. Drained? Tonight, I'll take my bows and exit stage rear. Go through the kitchen, past the casino, around the pool down the parents. Two dirtiest women. Up the service elevator, into my luxurious penthouse suite, sip my complimentary champagne, and pee in a brand new Dixie cup. Halle Berry stars in the remarkable true story, introducing Dorothy Dandridge. Coming soon to HBO Home Video.
based on a true story, this film chronicles the life of Dorothy Dandridge, the first black woman to be nominated for an Oscar for Best Actress. Dandridge, played by Academy Award winner herself, Halle Berry, begins her career working as a nightclub singer before eventually breaking into Hollywood, where she meets her steadfast manager, played by Brent Spiner, who we know as Data from the Star Trek The Next Generation, and struggles against racism. Her rise to stardom introduces her to Otto Preminger, played by Klaus Maria Bandier, a film director with whom she develops a complicated affair. Introducing Dorothy Dandridge, as the title suggests, will most likely be an education for many viewers. This film marks a big step in recognizing the contributions of Dandridge, a woman who made Hollywood accessible for other black actors. But as a biography, it only begins to explore the psyche of such a complex star. Based on the book Dorothy Dandridge by the star's former manager, Earl Mills, the film focuses heavily on her, and like her Hollywood peer, Marilyn Monroe, Dandridge's personal and professional life were complexly intertwined. Director Martha Coolidge chooses to take us through Dandridge's life through a series of flashbacks as the fading star recalls the events of her life in one of her notorious late-night phone calls to her best friend, Jerry Nicholas. Ladies and gentlemen, Dorothy Dandridge, here at the New York premiere of Carmen Jones. And here's Robert Wagner, the mayor of New York City. You look beautiful. Miss Dandridge. May we have you take some pictures with Mr. Belafonte for the press, if you wouldn't mind? Congratulations on the film. That's good. Oh, wonderful, you both. Yeah, that's good. Otto Preminger, director of Carmen Jones. Here's Mr. Preminger. Mr. Preminger, may we get some photos of you, sir, with your cast? And your wife, too, of course, if she wouldn't mind. How dare you parade her in front of me? I didn't know she was coming. It was my night, Otto. You won't be seen with me in public, but then I have to watch you traipse around with her. She's my wife. Tell her to leave. You have an understanding, remember? She openly makes the rounds, Otto, with another man, and you don't complain about it. So why couldn't she spend the evening with me? It's not just you and me. There are others to take care of. There's a movie to think about. I don't about. care about the movie. You do. This is America, land of opportunity. But it's America. If it got out that we were together, the movie would never open. And I want you to be a star. I want you to have everything what you deserve. My... Our movie will change everything. I won't just be a mistress. Everything. We will be together. 
time is right. So we're getting married. Time is right. Girls, don't fall for it. You were always reminding me of my responsibility, Jerry. You were so aware. Mm. I thought things would just fall into place. If I wanted something badly enough, it would just happen. <laughs> Often described by the white press as sepia-skinned or cafe au lait colored, Dandridge brought into the beauty myth that brought her instant attention but made waves by refusing to play stereotypical black roles in movies. Her real fame came by landing and nailing the lead role of Carmen in the controversial musical Carmen Jones by Preminger. It was her beauty that captured your attention, and her story that captured your heart. The angel face of Dorothy Jean Dandridge made her a Hollywood success. Dorothy had an extremely successful run as a nightclub act that eventually led to numerous television appearances. Here I stand again, about to beat the band again. She was the first black woman to perform at the Waldorf Astoria in New York. And in 1953, MGM produced an all-black production titled A Bright Rose, in which Dorothy played the lead. I'm Dorothy Dandridge. I play the role of the teacher. This was my first day. The next year, Dorothy landed the role that would skyrocket her into Hollywood's list of first ladies, and Otto Preminger's Carmen Jones. Love's a baby that grows up wild, and he don't do what you want him to. Love ain't nobody's angel child, and he won't pay any mind to you. Through the film, we learned that Dandridge was traumatized by a sexual assault by her mother's lesbian lover, which caused a lifetime of intimacy problems. She had two failed marriages and a mentally challenged daughter who had to be institutionalized. Dandridge, while gutsy and determined when it came to her career, had a bad head for business and allowed her finances to be colossally mismanaged. Dandridge's tragic tale is not unique to Hollywood, but it is important. The entertainment field in the 1950s was a place where minorities could excel, but it also offered a cruel dichotomy. Although Dandridge could make the cover of Life magazine, she was not allowed to swim in a hotel pool in Las Vegas. Play here. You're the first. The first. You're the first to stay in this hotel. You're the highest paid ever. Angel face. You make it possible for it to be different next time for somebody else. Now, come on. Hmm? I know you got the moxie to do this. How do you know what I've got? Because... Because I love you. So now what do we do? Whatever you want.
I help you? Uh, yes, actually, you can. The mints on my pillow are stale. Could you take care of that? Uh, perhaps Miss Standard would be more comfortable in a room. Miss Standard is quite comfortable, thank you. Are you sure? Very. What a lovely pool you have here. Miss Standard, please. The water's quite cold, but Well, it's uh, just outside the city limits. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I think we should probably use the service entrance when we come in here, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, don't don't talk to any of the patrons. Oh, just say it. What? You think I've never been to the South? I can't stay in Miami Beach. I can't use the front entrance, and I can't speak to the patrons, right? This isn't a tan, Earl. I'm a Negro, a colored girl. You did happen to notice that, didn't you? I noticed. Now listen, if we're going to work together, you can't tiptoe around me. You have to say it straight out. Yes, ma'am. Good. Come on, honey. Sit me up so I can run to the bathroom. Come on. This is your bathroom. You told me to say it straight out. Angel face. I think President Truman's done a lot for the country. For one, he moved to the city. You're a wonderful crowd. And this is the class of joint. Wait. They even had midget waiters here what? serving the shrimp cocktail. One waiter to put a phone on my table. But he couldn't get the booth off the wall. Boy, the people drink here. One guy stumbled out of here last night, bumped into a uniformed man outside. He said, hey, buddy. I can't perform here. I've seen worse. At least they paid. You go find the owner, and you tell him I'm not performing inside this disaster area. Oh, really? But there's the owner right there. You want to ruin your career, you can tell him yourself. Fine. I will. Uh, Dorothy, wait. Wait, I was kidding. Let me handle this. No, Dorothy. Mr. Scott. I'll handle it. Then. Good. You're on right after this joke. I'm the manager. She's not going on after Because me. I'm not performing. Shh. What did you say? She won't work in a place where she has to enter stage rear, sleep outside... Or use a Dixie cup. Quiet. Or use a Dixie cup. All right. What? Don't worry, I'll see you on Friday. You see that man sitting at table two? That's the city building commissioner. When he found out I was opening a club where colored acts share dressing rooms with whites, he held up my construction permits until tonight. And most of these people are his friends. You see that bus boy there? His name is Corey Williams. He earned the Silver Star at Guadalcanal. Came home, got his degree on the GI Bill. But no one would hire him. Except me. Now, I tried to get as many of my friends here to support what I'm trying to do. But tonight, my friends are few and far between. So if you don't want to perform, I don't blame you. But don't blame me. 
Well, it's been a pleasure playing the Miami Beach mortuary. May you all rest in peace. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, got any advice? Yeah. Kill him. Thank you. Good evening. I'm Dorothy Dandridge. What care I for fortune or fame? They never mattered a lot. I don't have a right to complain. Long as I've got what I've got. I've got rhythm, I've got music I got my man who could ask for anything more I've got daisies in green pastures I got my man who could ask for anything more Time and again, Dandridge was called upon by her agents and lovers to conjure up the strength and courage to break down racial barriers, but they did not offer the same strength in return. Preminger, with whom she had a tumultuous affair, talked her out of taking roles which many speculate hurt her career. Also, fucking a married man hurt her career. 
It would have been easy for Coolidge and writers Shonda Rhimes and Scott Abbott, Shonda Rhimes, who we know from Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, How to Get Away with Murder, and Scandal, Scott Abbott, who knows, to attribute Dandridge's career failings to her weakness for choosing the wrong men. But as in the case of Monroe, the truth is far more complicated. Ladies and gentlemen, the Macombo welcomes back the delicious, the divine, the delightful, Dorothy Dandridge. As Dandridge, Halle Berry is sexy and innocent, breathy, and every bit as beautiful as the glamorous star. The role is that of a damaged beauty, but not a pitiful one, and Berry hits the mark whether it calls for sultry or sullen. So it wasn't until years later that I realized it wasn't Dorothy Dandridge's voice singing. It was actually a singer named Wendy Williams, not the TV show host, Ratchet. Anyway, here is... Dorothy Dandridge singing the song we just had heard, You Do Something to Me.
One wonders if Dandridge would have had the nerve to take a role like this, which calls for some undecidedly unglamorous scenes. Brent Spinner, as the put-upon Mills, none too surprisingly gets saintly treatment, but he handles the duty well, playing the softer moments as poignant and not saccharine. Klaus Brandier makes for a fascinating preminger, bringing out both the bulldog and puppy dog in the notoriously difficult director. Other supporting roles include that of Dantridge's actress mother, played by Loretta Devine, and D.B. Sweeney as her abusive second husband, Jack Dennison. However, both roles are far too brief. Dance sequences are impeccable, as are production designer James Spencer's meticulous recreations of famous nightclubs and movie sets. Tech credits are polished, accentuated by a jazzy musical score by Elmer Bernstein. Dandridge Dandridge placed far too much emphasis on her beauty, and as she got older, self-doubt undermined her natural ability. She was also plagued with guilt over her daughter and mismanaged career. The movie ends with her death from a prescription drug overdose at 42. Wow. On the eve of her supposed comeback. It's impossible for a black actress to maintain a long-running career in Hollywood. While her movie career never took off, her accomplishments proved crucial for every black actress that followed in her footsteps. Dandridge became the first African-American woman to gain an Academy Award nomination for Best Actress. She received a Golden Globe nomination for her role in Porgy and Bess, and in 1954 became the first black woman to grace the cover of Life magazine. At the age of 42, Dorothy Jean Dandridge succumbed to an overdose of barbiturates. Her star in Hollywood acknowledges the life, dreams, and immeasurable impact of the unforgettable Dorothy Dandridge. This film really put Halle Berry on the map beyond what she'd already done in films like Losing Isaiah and Jungle Fever. Really introducing Dorothy Dandridge, which got her on Golden Globe, was such a breakout role for her. I love this movie, although I'll tell you, it doesn't hold up the same way all these years later. It almost feels a little watered down after you've seen some great movies about artists like Ray, like What's Love Got to Do With It. We're actually going to do Ray tomorrow. Introducing Dorothy Dandridge is worth the watch, though. It's a good two hours. Uh, if you follow us on Facebook, you can find a link to watch the film for yourself. Thank you for tuning in with us tonight on the Final Word podcast here on blogtalkradio.com. We hope you'll tune in to our next installment of our Black History Month Film Festival series as we review 2004's Ray. You can reach out to us through our social media platforms at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Final Word podcast on Twitter at the Final Word POD. And remember to follow us at blogtalkradio.com forward slash the final word podcast, where we provide you a place to stream or download current and past shows onto your mobile device or computer. So tune into our next show and let's see who gets the final word. Thanks for watching and listening. Good night, everybody.